And now, ladies and gentlemen, the time has arrived. You are watching Southwest Boxing Media in association with Brixton Streetwear. Welcome to Southwest Boxing Media Speaks. Keaton Earth from Southwest Boxing Media in association with Brixton Streetwear. And please welcome, as always, my fellow co-host on the podcast, Mr. Tommy Langford. Tommy, how's things, mate? You all good? Yeah, all good, thanks, mate. Yourself? Yeah, I'm good, mate. I'm good. Um, football spoiled my, my week a little bit last night, if I'm honest with you, being a Liverpool <laughs> fan. Um, but yeah, not, not, not too bad, mate, if I'm honest. Well, my fo- our football's taking a turn up, you know, it's taking a, a bit of a, we're having a, a, a surprising bright spell. <laughs> yeah, dare I say, yeah. you, you're scoring goals, you're looking yeah. good. <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's not like Sam Allardyce style, is it? I, I don't know, it's mad. Yeah. Banging five in again, you know, uh, Chelsea, and then and then three at the, three at the weekend. It's it's I, I can't believe it, man. Yeah, uh, can't believe it, you know. And, so and you uh, know what, in the in that win against Chelsea as well, some of the goals you scored. There was one in particular. You played some really nice football, to be fair, mate. Didn't, like, do you know what, mate? Like me and my dad and my brother, we've all been saying the same things. Like the the football, to the build up to them goals was. You know, it, it was class. You're like, where, where's this been all year? Where, where's it been? So, you know, it'd be nice if it can stay now for the remaining games. And you never, you never know. You, ne- you never say, you know, you never know. Yeah, without so sort of, um, without turning into a football podcast, Thomas, what's yeah. your thoughts? Are you going to, um, are you going to stay up, mate? You confident? You know, obviously, oh. as you said, recent performances look a bit better for you. Do you think you will stay up? <laughs> Oh, I don't know, mate. It's a big ask, isn't it? It's a big ask. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, you know, it's never over till it's over, is it? But it's it, it's it's a tough one. It really, it's I I can't I can't call it, you know. But then the Premier League now, it's it's not the best. It's it, I don't know. I don't know because I might be saying the wrong thing as what people think as a fan, but like. I find the championship when I when we're in the cha- I find the championship much more entertaining mm. than mm. than the prem. I find the prem. I mean, for you, it'd be alright being a Liverpool fan. Do you know what I mean? You're up near the top, but like it it for any other. If you're not in a top six, you know it. It's a it's a it's a survival league. You know, you all you all you doing is you're trying to survive, aren't you? And it's not. Yeah. A, I don't know. It's. But then, but 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 everybody, but you want, but you want to be in the best league in the, in in the country, don't you? You want to be in the best. You want to have your team in the best league in the country. It's just you got to spend money in you. It's a big, yeah. it's a money league. You, you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna go up and really have ambitions to stay up and and succeed, you've you've got to you got to you know shell some dough and, and but you've got to spend right, haven't you? You got to buy the right players and you know and. Yeah, it's become such it's become such a business, mate, doesn't it? You know. Yeah, to be honest with you, I don't know that West Brom have, have ever done that. You know, we've, <laughs> we've never really since you know when we had that we had a number of years consecutively in the Prem, and you mm. think by that time you'd be considered a Premiership team, and we were always just considered a yo-yo club. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, sort of up and down, up and down. Yeah, but like, but like you said, let you know. <laughs> Talked a bit about football there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you know what's you know what's gonna happen though, mate? You know, people are gonna put yeah. the podcast on, expecting us to talk, you know, sort of Liam Williams and Drade and the boxing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're gonna think, hang on now, what are these pair talking about? They're gonna turn the podcast off, mate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Stay- we're doing our sort of um, <laughs> we doing our sort of Gary Lineker and Alan Hansen a little bit now just to start the podcast off, mate. I mean, why not, innit? That's it, mate. You know, if they can do it, you know. Yeah, you know, we we can do it, mate. <laughs> yeah, exactly, mate. Exactly. Well, let's get back to um sort of things that we know a little bit more about, Tom. Um, let's get into the boxing. It's a, as we keep saying on these podcasts, it seems like I'm saying the same thing to you every week, but it's got to be said. It's another exciting week yet again in boxing. Um, yeah. I don't know if you just watched it, I, I literally just finished yeah, li- the press li- conference. Literally just watched it, mate. Look as well. I um I like I. I mean, obviously, Williams is Welsh, isn't he? So you're going to have a lot of, you know, vested interest in this one. I'm, 
I'm, you know, really excited for this one. Obviously, I'm mates of Liam. I did, I've done countless rounds sparring with him in the past, and I, you know, it's exciting. It's it's an exciting it's an exciting weekend, for, you know, to be a fan for for, for once. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I, I I don't know what your impressions of the press conference was, but I I thought you know what it's gone really quietly. I thought you know there wasn't really much being said, and then all of a sudden. <laughs> As soon as Eddie was sort of getting up off his stool to wrap it up and get the face to face going, it just it just unfolded them, mate. Didn't it? And they were back and forth, back and forth, and it uh, yeah, it got a little bit yeah. towards the end, didn't it? Yeah, a little bit. It it's one of them. Isn't it? It's for it's for show, really. But it it's interesting how it happened that way. I mean, the one thing that I I, I picked up on uh, on watching the. Uh, press conference is although Liam has been, I'm going to smash him, I'm going to knock him, I'm going to take his head off, and all the rest of it, which is you know fair enough. You've got to you've got to give that aggressive, you've got to put that across, and you've got to mm. you've got to do that to sell the fight and all the rest of things like that. But it it was quite clear listening to Dominic Ingle speak that they're not going to go chasing after him, gun ho. You know they're not going to be stupid because that would completely play into Andrade's hands. You know, yeah. So it is. It's quite clear they've got, despite what what Liam's saying, they've got a plan. Um, and to 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 negate the awkward southwardness of Andrade, you know, they've got a a more technical approach than just go in there and gun ho to try and chin him and all that. You know, because it just ain't going to work, Dane, is it? Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. So I mean, as you said, I you know you could see how, how much respect you know Dom Ingle is obviously somebody you know studies his boxing and and knows so much about the game you know obviously from his, from his dad as well, and you could see you know he's full of respect for for Demetrius Andre and you know all he's done. He's twenty nine and 2 weight world champion. You just mentioned there, Tom. He's you know he's a southpaw and an awkward one of that as well. Um. But the, the the one thing I will say as well, looking at while we're talking about Andrade at the moment, is a lot of people are saying the same thing. He's without, I think it's fair to say, without that sort of really recognisable win, if that makes sense. Yeah, you say that's yeah. fair to say. Yeah, I, yeah, that is that's fair to say, and I think that's probably down to his own awkwardness, really, down to him being a nightmare. I, I listen, I. Everybody's beatable, and I one hundred percent. I I think if he gets it right, of course Liam can beat Andrade, but it's a tricky, tricky task. And mm. I don't know that we've seen anybody. Well, we we clearly haven't seen anybody to even be on par with him. I mean, the Luke Keelers and of this world are, are, are not. I mean, they're in my opinion, they're they're levels below Williams anyway. And yeah, right. You know, Brian Rose. Uh, would you say Brian Rose is win is the win over Brian Rose is arguably one of more recognisable wins, maybe in the UK. I, I, I think, yeah, I think that's what it is, Tom. As you said there, the UK sort of, for UK boxing fans, I would think that would be the one, yeah. Definitely, that's the one I look at, and I think... And, and when you look at that fight, OK, and this is no disrespect, this is a disrespect to Brian Rose, because... You know, he took the chance when he had the chance come to him, and you know, he he he, he was Lonsdale about holder and all the rest of it. You know, he, he's done what he's done, but he's not a big puncher. Mm. He, not, he wasn't a dangerous puncher. He was never going to bring that element to the fight. You know, and he, oh, dare I say, someone's there's nothing wrong with being British level, but he's he he was he was British level one. He you know, yeah, British yeah. champion, and then he was the best. But since since he moved on from the British title, I'd, I'd say there have been a number of British champions probably who have been better than Brian Rose when he was British champion. Do you know, is that fair to say? I don't know. I don't yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I agree with you. And obviously that fight was at Super Welter as well, wasn't it? You know, and, and yeah. you know, obviously Andrade's campaign in the middleweight now, as we know. Um, but yeah, no, that's the one for me, you know, that's the one I look at, you know, being a, a, you know, a boxing fan from the UK. That's the one... I think is the most recognisable, and so I, I think when, that's why people are still posing the question really over Andrade yeah. is that he is still without this recognisable win, and I think, it's particularly in the UK, I think people, you know, if Andrade beats Liam Williams on Saturday, like Liam is really respected here in the UK, you know, he's, I, I think personally, I think I don't know if you agree, 
that he's one of the most improved fighters in the UK, if not the most improved as well. Um, and he's come on, you know, leaps and bounds, obviously, you know, since the two losses to Liam Smith, which I think have, have played their part in getting him to where he is now as well. And, and I mean, you know as well, Tom, you've said, you know, you've shared rounds with him, you, you know him as well personally. And, you know, he, he's very much a, a different animal at middleweight as well. So, you know, uh, we're talking about how tough a test it is for for Liam against Andrade. And, and, you know, that's without without doubt it is. But it's also, you know, it's, it's also a good test. And like I said, it's it's a chance to put a name on on the record, I would say, personally, that people would look at, particularly UK boxing fans, and think, I do know what, that's, that's a pretty respectable win, that is. I don't feel great, Tom. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. I, I think, like, like, like I was saying, you know, when, when Brian Rose is the, the most notable name on your record, and this is, and again, because he's so, because he's awkward, and he's not really an attractive name in America to, like, the big American fighters, the Canelos, and, you know, they can easily say, "Well, it's not really worth it to me to fight him." Do you know what I mean? He's he, he's a he's a not he's a nightmare, but he he doesn't really sell the same as fighting some other names. So I think he he'll be looking at that himself will be looking at this fight as an opportunity for himself. If you know, if like like he says, he goes and takes Williams to school and you know does a you know a destructive performance against Liam Williams. It is on DAZN as well, and it's on Sky Sports, and so it it kind of propels him into the market for the the big fights. Then you know, so he'll mm. be thinking, he'll be thinking to himself, if I can, you know, really take take you know take advantage of the opportunity, you know, propose you know put in front of me here and 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 get rid of William Williams in style, then it can. It can put me on the platform for big for big fights that he's that have, that have avoided him, be it through mm. whether it's him being awkward or other fighters not fancying it. Do, do you know what I mean? So, but um, yeah, he's, he's been, I'm excited. For, I'm excited for it. <laughs> yeah, same, mate. I mean, Andrade, as you said, he's been very sort of publicly dismissive of the challenge of Liam. I think it's fair to say, yeah. And, and he's seemingly making out as if you know Liam is going to be a man. That isn't going to be a man, I should say, to sort of derail, you know, derail his journey. Do you think that's? I mean, I put a question to Bradley Skeet. We spoke to Bradley in the week. Obviously, you know, he's a stable mate of Liam, and you know, I, 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 is that is he bluffing or is it even playing mind games, Tom? Or do you think he is genuinely so confident in his own ability that he thinks that he's going to do to Liam what he did to Luke Keeler? Um, I think he's extremely confident in his. I think he's extremely confident. I think that you know that goes without saying. But mm. I, he'll he's not. You know, he's not. You, you don't be a three-time world champion, two-weight world champion like like Liam said, without being good and without doing your homework, without knowing who what's in front of you. So mm. I think he will value and really deep that. You know, he will value and he'll respect the challenge of Liam Williams. Um, the thing that I thought thought was interesting was I found this trainer quite dismissive as well. Yeah, yeah when, it's his dad when, as well. When, isn't it? when they when they spoke to his trainer, you know, is that his dad? Is it? I didn't know. Yeah, it's his when, dad. When they yeah, yeah. when they when he when he spoke in in the press conference, you know, in comparison, when you look at the way Dominic Ingle spoke, and you know, was really respectful and. Obviously, saying you know, there's a game plan, you know, and all the rest. I found that Andrade's trainer was very dismissive as well. So maybe they have taken their eye off the ball a little bit, you know. I I kind of hope they have, really. But that'd be a very maybe dangerous they have thing to do, wouldn't it, Tom? There, I mean, you know, that, as you've said, you know, Liam. That'd be a dangerous thing to do to look yeah, past somebody like a, Liam Williams. Definitely, it's definitely a dangerous thing to do. Uh, where, whether or not that's me hoping or not, you know, uh, is, is another thing because I can't imagine that someone would have been so successful and have such successful preparations all the time and then take their after ball now. But I think he is, he is obviously, he, he exudes confidence and he, he's very calm and he's very chilled and he's been in this position as a defending champion a lot of times before. So, you know, he's not, I, I don't think the situation. I'm not that it will phase Williams. I don't think the situation will phase 
Williams at all, but uh, he's obviously not, doesn't feel any sort of intimidation. Um, and I think maybe, maybe there's a little bit of complacency there, maybe a little bit. And, you know, can, can Williams capitalise on that? I mean, I'd be inter- what, I'd, what, did, what did Skeet say about it? I mean, Bradley's obviously uh, as confident as the rest of the gym. I mean, anyone you speak to in the gym, you know, if you watch Ingle Gym TV and obviously Dom has given his thoughts on it and with Willie Hutchinson and others in the gym, they're all saying the same thing. You know, they, they're saying that this, how Liam has prepared for this is meticulous. You know, he's in fantastic shape. I mean, I know we hear it all the time and, and it's the type of thing we expect to hear. But they really, really do believe, you know, I am... Everybody that sort of knows Liam, you know, yourself sparred with Liam. I mean, I saw that Nick Blackwell was commenting on our, our social media yesterday. He's, he's another guy who was a yeah. stable mate of Liam's for a while and shared rounds with him. And he has said the same as well. You know, he's fully confident that Liam's coming back with that world title. Um, so everybody from Liam's side, you know, is is ultra confident and, and thinks that Liam goes there and gets a job done. But I mean, just, just before we do come on to Liam, Tom, I want to ask you, obviously, Andrade is... He's not really known for being a huge puncher, I wouldn't say. I mean, he's got a bit of spite in the punches. I think he's got 18 or 19 knockouts on his record. Um, so he's obviously got a bit of spite in them. But I think it's fair to say he's he's someone who prefers the sort of sweet science of boxing as as opposed to being, you know, that you know big one one hit puncher. Um, so how how do you think how do you think Liam personally needs to approach this? I mean, Liam's known for being aggressive. You know, he's got a high intensity, a good work rate. He puts it on you from the off. How do you think knowing Andrade, you know, he likes that sweet science of boxing, um, you know, he's slick southpaw. How do you think he yeah. needs to approach his fight Saturday, Tom? Well, I mean, I'm sure, I mean, um, who am I to say, really? I mean, I'm sure they'll have their game plans and and and, and Dominic Ingle, being from the Ingle gym, knowing a lot, a lot about awkward southpaws and clever, elusive backfoot boxers being the, f- the fact that he's, they've produced them over the years, time and time again, he'll know also how to beat those sort of fighters. And, you know, having had a lot of experience with it, with southpaws myself and, you know, backfoot, you know, backfoot southpaws and clever southpaws, you, you've got to be patient. It, however much you, we want Liam to go in and, do is smash him to bits. He's got to be patient. You got to be really. He has to be patient and take away. Take away the take away the the, the attributes that Andrade's got. So, like obviously Andrade's got that long reach, and you know he'll be on the back foot looking to catch Williams as he's coming. You know he needs to try and make Andrade fall short if that makes sense. Make make Andrade feel uncomfortable. In, mm, in in yeah. a in a respect, and then he'll hold his feet a bit, and the, you know, then you can get your own shots off. I think he's obviously got to be, he's got he's got to show pressure, but it's sophisticated pressure. You know, mm. he's got to pressure him, but with, with he's he's got to be thinking two you know two steps ahead of where he is now. You know, I'm I'm doing this to get this. Do, do you know what I mean? So yeah, um, it. It's not an easy task. It's not. It's not an easy task. It's not an easy task to be patient and know that your time is going to come and know that you're going to get your opportunity and know that they're going to fall into the trap. It's a. It's relying a lot, a lot on confidence, the confidence of your game plan, the confidence of what you've in in built in yourself in the gym. But undoubtedly, they'll have they'll have done their homework. They'll have done their game plan. They'll have it all prepared, and he'll be. You know he's been preparing for, and he's been thinking Andrade's next for a long, long time. So they've had a long time to prepare and to think and to have an idea of how he's going to get around the problem that is Andrade. And and uh, you've just got to stick to it. You've just got to completely believe in the plan you're going to do and stick to it. The moment that he gets a bit, ah, oh, when you get a bit impatient or you. Uh, you know, you get frustrated, or then the moment that that shows through, and Andrade, you know, and that's that's fallen into Andrade's hands. Then, do you know what I mean? So, do you, do you do you really think that Liam is going to go and 
sort of go for the kill, shall we say, and look for that knockout because, as we know, you know, being an away fighter, we've seen over the years so many ridiculous decisions. I think it's fair to say, you know, some crazy huh. decisions. Even recently, we've talked about them on the podcast. Um, do you think that's going to be something that's in the back of Liam's mind and Dom's mind as well? That, you know, um, although, although Dom sort of said that he's confident in Liam's boxing ability as well as, you know, being somebody who likes to tear up, is there going to be a slight worry that if they do leave it to the cards that we could see, even if Liam has performed really well, we could see a bit of a stinker? I think I think you can't go in with that. You can't go into this sort of a fight with that sort of opponent with that sort of attitude because yeah. it leaves you worrying. I think you know you gotta you gotta go out with your game plan and and start off with your game plan. And you know if after six rounds <laughs> it ain't working or you think it's a bit too close, then you've got to put your foot on the pedal. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. I think to start, I think you can't really go in with that sort of mindset. And I I don't see that being an issue really. I, you know, I think it'll be. I think I, I think it'll be fairly decisive one way or the other. This fight, you know. Yeah. I, I. If Andrade wins, I see him. You know, if 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 Andrade wins it, I think it'll be a, a clear cut win for him. Really, if Williams mm. wins, I see it being a clear cut. I don't. I don't see this being a real needly. You know, just on the edge. Of, you know. Nitpicking, I think. Mm. It, I think whoever 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 gets the, the other. yeah whoever gets the initiative and whoever you know is it, going to be decisive one way or the other. <coughs> I I sort of touched upon it um, a few moments ago as well, Tom, about obviously Liam and and how much he's improved as a fighter. You know, he's, he's so well respected in, in the UK now. Uh, just tell me your opinion on on that, Tom. How, how much? How much improvement have you seen from Liam? I mean, I know you shared rounds with him, as we've said. But, I mean, just talking from, obviously, the two losses against Liam Smith, you know, although he was at a different weight, I think Liam has said, you know, those fights are learning fights for him. He's learned so much from those fights. And and sometimes losses like that, you know, it, it, it can pay dividends now going into this fight, you know, to make it third time lucky. Just tell us how much you, you think he's improved as a fighter, Tom. Oh, he's he's improved a tremendous amount. I think the move up in weight was a very very good decision. Um, I think it came more by opportunity that did than by design. I think mm. he was given opportunity to, you know, fight Mark Efron for the British title at middleweight at short notice, and he said, oh, "I'll have that." Do you know what I mean? So mm. I, I think that before that, I think he was ID, you know, thinking of campaigning, continuing campaigning the um, light middle, but. Um, I think the move up suits him, knowing what he used to do to make the weight and how he used to do it. And I think that it is suiting him down to the ground. He's a very strong, strong man, Liam is really. And he's only got stronger. I think he's developed a lot, mature what, maturity, mental maturity since the Liam Smith fights. But physically as well, you know, he's, I mean, it's it's funny because he fought for that. When you think about it, he fought for those two uh, those world those tight, world title fights against Liam Smith. You know what was he? he was only he was only you know twenty five. Was he twenty five? Twenty four? Yeah, yeah, 25? yeah. You know which is which is a young man really. And when you think he's had all that, you know, before that stage, he was the British and Commonwealth and WBO European WBO inter, intercontinental or whatever. Before even that fight at light middle, and then obviously he did, fought he did really well Smith. in that first fight as well. Tom, let's not forget he. Was, a lot of people had him yeah. winning that fight in, in you know the first time round. Yeah, he, you know, yeah, and he was he was doing he was doing very well, and I think um, I, I and and I think the second fight, although you know, I think it was was close. It wasn't like it was overwhelmed. Do you know what I mean? He yeah. He, yeah. he belonged in there. He surely belonged in there, but did he? But probably lacked the experience that maybe he needed to get over the line in a few of the rounds and all the rest of it to get the. And then I think from that situation, he's he, I, he's just developed just across the board everything physically, maturity, tactically. I think everything. I think the biggest improvement I see in Liam is probably not one. It's meant. It's mentally like it's you. He seems to have lost a bit of the naivety that you have when you when you're fresh to the game if you know what I'm saying or when you when you're younger into it you know 
he's he's turning into an experienced, you know, even though he's only 28, but he's an experienced yeah. he's an experienced fighter, isn't he? You know, he's had the experiences of world title fights and losses, and you know, instant. He's had that all those experiences already in his career, and it's only going to pay dividends for him now when he's got a situation like he's got in front of him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, um, you know, I, I don't know, I don't know where 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 we are in terms of. Uh, I was just going to say, you know, in terms of most improved fighters, uh, what do you make of uh, your man Conor Ben at the weekend? Then because he was pretty, he's pretty improved as well. Do you know what it was? It was very impressive. It was. What's, what's your opinion on that stoppage without going sort of off too much out on Because I've heard a lot of people saying they thought it was a bit premature, but to me, there wasn't really. A, well, there was nothing coming back from Vargas, and his, his head was rocking around the place. I mean, I can see why the ref stopped it there. I, I, to be honest with you, I don't know if you agree, Tom. Yeah, I listen. I can see why the ref stopped it. So if you can see why the ref stopped it, it's a it's the right decision. I, yeah, hundred percent. By saying by saying that it was a uh, you know it was too early because it was the first round or it was you know the first time someone's in trouble. It should only be one time you should get in trouble, and that you know I why why prolong it? And I mean he 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 rushed him, but he did he he did it in the right way. You know, obviously he he landed a shot, he seen the earth him, and he finished him, and that's a good mm. finisher. And so. No, I don't think it was a premature stoppage. I think, it, oh, you know, yeah. his head, like you said, his head was going all over the place. And when that's happening, you've you've got to do the right thing. And as a referee, you're being judged all the time. If he'd let that go and something happened, then you'll be told, why didn't you stop that fight? Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. I, nah, absolutely the right decision. Yeah, no, he, he was he was impressive, as you said, Tom, you know, and, Obviously, just just sticking with Liam for a minute, um, Tommy. You know, it'd be personally it'd be such a huge pride for for him, you know, and and his family. You know, beating Andrade in Miami and and to become yet another Welsh fighter and, and British fighter to become a world champion, it'd be immense pride for him. Yeah, massive, massive from the valleys to the world champion. <laughs> yeah, super, superb, mate. Superb, I, I know uh, Kazagi's back to him, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. I saw that uh, Super Super Joe had said that he, he's picking Liam. You know that. You know, every everyone I speak to in Wales who's a boxing fan is very, very confident. As I said, you know, everybody in Liam's corner in the gym with him, people have sparred with him. Everybody's ultra confident, you know. And um, I just really, really hope, as I'm sure you do as well, Tom. You know that that he can do this. Like his um, he deserves it. He really does. And I, if we got everything crossed for him, then he gets a job done on Saturday night. Yeah, yeah, there'd be some, uh, you know, and then it's only bigger nights to follow, isn't it? You know, if you, oh, imagine if he wins that, you know, imagine if he wins and brings the belt back to the Ronda and then... <laughs> but last, and then that's he... the thing with that. I mean, this is this is something I wanted to ask you as well. For the winner, obviously, I mean, if we're talking in terms of Liam, but, you know, obviously if Andrade wins as well, as well as obviously having that WBO middleweight world title strapped around your waist and, you know, the, the, the pride and pleasure that comes with that. There's also potential big fights in and around the division as well with so many impressive names. I mean, you've got the likes of, obviously, the IBF world champion, Gennady Golovkin. Um, the Whoa, imagine that. That's a uh, fight, guys. Do you know what? And Lee, <laughs> Liam's talked about it already. I know, obviously, um, Andrade has been talking about Golovkin for some time. Um but yeah, oh, can you imagine? It'd be great, wouldn't it? I'd, I'd love, I I'd think, love to see Liam and, think, and Golovkin stand. I think if you're if you're Golovkin, if you're Golovkin, there's more appeal to fight Williams than there is to fight Andrade. Yeah, I think yeah. that's an exciting fight. That is, you know, that's an exciting fight. Uh, Williams Golovkin, you know, I mean, and yeah, oh, you could just, I'm, I'm getting excited now, thinking the you could bring there'd be big nights back in Wales, you know, like. Mm-hmm. Uh, He's got a big following locally. Will Liam has, and he, you know, he's got a, a big following throughout Wales. I remember when massive, mate, you know, yeah. he used to take that, you know, used to take huge numbers to the fights. I remember like all his fans used to sit next to my fans and make hell of a lot of noise, man. Do you know what I mean? It was yeah. So, so um, no, that'd be some. It's you know, fingers crossed. Saturday night goes well and. Can, can can you got some mouth watering occasions? Millennium Stadium. <laughs> and do you know what as well? I, I mean I don't know how much you know about him, but I 
think it obviously Liam wins Saturday night. I tell you another fight I'd love to see is him in with uh, Munguia as well. Have you seen Jamie Munguia? Obviously, he's... Um, I am. Is it Mungai? 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 Mungai, yeah. 36-0 yeah. undefeated in Mexico. And he's, he's exciting, yeah. you know. And um, Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a fight, that is. He's he's right to the top as well. He's he's in pole position, you know. Obviously, I think he's in pole position to get his world title shot as well now. Um, there was a lot of talk, actually, if obviously Andrade had um, vacated and gone up and fought Billy Joe Saunders, which is what he wanted at one time. Um, the talk was then that Liam would have fought... Munguia, who's ranked number one, they were the fourth then for the title, and that was just that was an exciting fight as well. And also, let's not forget as well, you um, I got to mention it, your buddy Chris Eubank Jr. That's a, <laughs> that's another that's another tasty fight as well. You know, that's game. a fight that is. I'd 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 like to see that fight. You know, I'd love to see that fight. I think I think William smashed into bits. Yeah, yeah. I do you know what, mate. I, I agree with you, and and it would just and, be. And, It'd be a yeah, war, mate. That'd think... be a war. That would. I, I just. Yeah. It, it'd be a war, war, but it'd be. It'd be a war, but I just. But but well, you say that though. But Liam can box. He can really box, you know. On the back, yeah. he can. He. He's. He's not. You know. He just. He can punch. He can punch hard. So he's been knocking people out, and you know that's that's great. That he's got that in his arsenal, but he can. He can really box, um, as well, and and so I think. Yeah, There'd be a lot of say he fought Eubank. I think he but he'd completely outbox him. Yeah. And the difference yeah. is as well, he he hits harder than Eubank. I know that for a fact. You know, he, he Eubank don't Eubank don't hit as hard. One mm. one punch power as, as Liam. So that's a, I think that's a great fight. Regardless of what happens this weekend, I think that's a great fight. <laughs> Which I've got to push you in, Tom, obviously. Um with with a win this weekend for Liam or for Andrade, who would you like to see next from out of the names I just mentioned there? I think you said did you say Golovkin you'd like to see that fight for, for one I, th- I think like yeah, I think that that's that's a that's a that's a mouthwatering fight in it for uh I think I think I've got more inclination to say I'd want to say Williams fight Golovkin. Because I just the think that fight's got, fight as well, obviously, wouldn't that it? that fight's got excitement written all over it. Whereas I think Andrade Golovkin, if Andrade does a job against Williams, um, it'll be like a back foot, a back foot slick performance, and that's what he'd try and do against Golovkin. You know, uh, and I think, I think with Golovkin's, I think. Golovkin struggles do you, more. Do you think he would catch Andrade at the right time to, to put in that type of performance against him as well? Like, do you think would that but, be fair to say? Potentially, potentially. But then when yeah. you look at it, the only person who beat Golovkin's Canelo, isn't it? You know, yeah, who's yeah, I who's in a league <laughs> in in a league above of his own at the moment. You know, yeah. I think I think if I'm, I think if Andrade, I think Andrade realistically, if he wins. Uh, and if he wins in the impressive style that he says and all the rest of it, then he'll be looking either for unification or I think he'll be looking to go up and yeah. for the for the winner of Billy Joe and Canelo. That's what yeah. I think. That's what I think he'll be shooting at. Whether he can even get whether he can get that or he can put himself in the picture for that is a different thing. I think to put himself in that picture, he's got to have a very very good performance this weekend. Um, you know, yeah. will. Williams wins, and you know he might be screaming for that that's that fight. But then, I think there's some there's like you said, I think there's some really exciting mouthwatering fights at middleweight that that I think would probably appeal to Williams more than going up another weight. Because yeah, you know, I, I, really, I think if 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 Liam wins personally for me, I think he'd be targeting the Gennady Golovkin fight, or as I said, the, the Jamie McGee fight. I think those yeah. would be sort of personally the targets if. Unless Chris Eubank Jr. found his pen and, and decided yeah. he wanted to uh, to get involved as yeah. well, because I think Liam yeah. would just love to smash him up, wouldn't he? <laughs> yeah, I think I think if he got involved and come out of the woodwork, I think Liam would say yes to that. I think he'd have that all day. Knowing, yeah, knowing, I think Liam just generally wants to smash him up, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, knowing, knowing knowing a bit what what Liam's like, he might he, he'd probably think there's more money there for that. Do you need to go and yeah. smash up Eubank? I'll do that. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. I think you do with a player. Yeah. So, Tom, last thing I want to ask you on it is just yes or no. Does Liam Williams, uh, the machine, does he do it at the third time of asking this weekend? Does he become um, the next British world champion this weekend? Oh, 
mate. Like, I don't know. We want to spot, no, mate. Uh, There's no, you can't sit. No splinters on this one, Tommy. Not sitting on the fence, you, mate. <laughs> you put me on the spot here, mate. Um, ah, oh. like if I'm, ah, uh, if I, like I, I really, really want him to. I really mm. want him to. Yeah. I just, I just, I just don't know. I just don't know. It's, it's, it's a. It's really, it's more, it's a lot tougher than what is than what people are making. It's a hard one. I'm not going to get you off that fence, mate. Am I? You're going to sit on no, the fence. No, you're not. You're not. My, my heart and my hope and everything is with Williams. So go on, I'll, I'll give you Williams. Go on. Yeah, same. Likewise, mate. And uh, we really we keep everything crossed that he can do it this weekend. Um, Tom, just before we do, um, just before we do shoot off, mate, just quickly. We know there's an MTK card this weekend. I just want to mention, obviously, who's on it. Um, Danny Dignam, Dan Aziz and Louis Edmondson, to name a few. Um, MTK constantly delivering great shows for us to enjoy at the moment. But the big question, this is my, this is where we have the the Tommy Langford rant, because we haven't had one yet, I don't think. I don't think I've put that 50 pence in you yet, mate. <laughs> um, i I got to ask you. Um, I think I already know the answer. Are you going to be watching the YouTuber versus the MMA fighter this weekend? Jake Paul versus Ben Askren. Are you going to be watching it, Tom? Or were you even aware of it? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely not. I am not watching I, I was hardly even aware of it, mate, if I'm honest. I, I mean, I saw I saw a head-to-head they did, and he slapped one in the arse or something, didn't he? Oh, mate, so, did you see it? Did you see it? Oh, uh, I saw it just the, his whole reaction to that incident. Just, yeah, I mean, the other guy is MMA, so I mean, he, and he's not known as being a very good stand up boxer, is he? So, I was just gonna you know, say, I, I, I'm not I'm no guru with MMA and I won't pretend to be, but I've no, sort of tune into their MMA pretty much. And, and they've said basically what you said there, this Ben Askren, I think he's. I think he's cherry picked the right one year for a bit of stand up, if that makes sense, because apparently this Ben Askren yeah. is is more skilled on the ground, and he's he's not really got much in his punches. I think that's fair to say. Yeah, I think that that's what I've heard as well. I mean, it's all what I've heard because I like I, I don't know a lot about MMA either, but um, or even pretend to want to know a lot about MMA, but like, ah, oh, just the hit that that Jake Paul man, I. I just can't, <laughs> just can't take him, man. I don't know why anybody watches. Do you know what the mad thing is? Nobody who's a no one who's a fight fan, a real fight fan, watches him. No, no. I, do, do you know what I mean? I, I, I can't stick either of them. I just the disrespect. I mean, his brother as well, Logan Paul. I mean, he was calling out Floyd Mayweather not so long ago, and he was, he was saying what I, he was going to do. I mean, he, he lost, he lost to another YouTuber in a white collar fight, didn't he? And then he yeah, was calling I, out Floyd Mayweather, I, and I'm like, what? I'm not sure who's worse. I'm not sure which one's the one that I see saying all the stupid stuff if it's Jake Paul or Logan Paul or what. I don't... Oh, mate. I, I, I think I, I think that I think... the worst because he's gone in on... He's gone in on everybody and I think he's been quite personally... I think he, I think he was at McGregor at one point as well and, he's, and McGregor... Yeah, I think it's him. I can't... I can't stand him. I hope somebody puts him flat on the floor, mate. Like, I just... Yeah. I, I can't... Oh. I can't start. I can't stomach him at all. Like, yeah, he, he 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 winds me up, mate. Like, I, I, do you, do you know what? Everyone can have a go at boxing. Like, no, I'm not. I'm not. This is. I'm not saying no one should. But have a go at boxing, then, mate. Not fighting a you another YouTuber or another. Um, you know, do something. Do it properly. Like, yeah. And and stop taking the, stop taking the piss out of the sport. But then I wish people would stop watching him. But like 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 I said, it's not boxing fans who are watching him. It's mm. other it's YouTube fans. How do you become a fan of YouTube? How do you become a YouTuber fan? Like what's 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 a fan of a YouTuber? Someone going on someone on YouTube talking rubbish on YouTube all day long. Like how do you become a YouTuber? What is you know what, what is even you know what a YouTuber? It, it, it's it, you know business wise though. Have you seen the money they make? It's, it's, and I oh. I got the same questions as you. I mean I seen this. I saw this video doing the rounds. I think it was when that his brother Logan, I think his name is Logan Paul. He put a video out of walking through his house or something, and I think um, Sean and the Cannon Briggs was there with him because he was involved in training him and all this. And have you seen a gaff on him? A gaff on him's unreal, mate. Mate, I can't. This is, I, I know the money is ridiculous, but it makes me. It just begs the question: What? See, it's I, my way of. This is my way of 
that I just don't know what society we live in anymore. I swear to God, if my kids sit down and watch watch bloody YouTube or some idiot talking rubbish on YouTube, what do YouTubers even do? What do they even do? Just talk on YouTube all day. I don't get it, yeah. me personally. Like, I've never, I've never even, I don't get the whole YouTuber. So like, I, don't, I just don't understand it. And it, I, if if I, if my if my kids are watching up watching some div like that on TV or on the computer, yeah. I'll be like, get off that and go and play football. What's wrong with you? <laughs> why why are kids not going down the road playing football anymore? Do you know yeah, what I mean? We, why? we love that old school mentality, mate. We I was the same. I was the same. If a time change, Tom, people, these these kids, they they are they just they glued to these computers, and obviously YouTube is such a big part of it. And and they are actually, you know, like times have changed so much in the sense of. When you ask, you know, a, a child, you know, as you know, I work in a school and before we used to ask what do you want to be when you're old up, I want to be a footballer, I want to be a rugby player, I want to do oh. this. No, it's nine times up to ten, I want to grow up, I want to be a YouTuber. You know, that's... that's you're joking. That's the time, that generally, mate, that's that's the times we live in now. That, that is the times we live in. Oh, what a, like, that is that is scary, isn't it? That is scary. Yeah. Like every, it, it, everybody, when I was a kid, you want to be a professional footballer or... When I discover boxing, I want to be a professional boxer, or yeah. you want to, you know, like you, you want to go to Olympics, or you want, you, do you know what I mean? Like, I, oh, I can't, mate. Do, do you know, it, what's, do know what's really getting me about these YouTubers at home? and linking it with boxing is what really annoys me is, like you said, if they want to have a go boxing, right, have a go boxing, that's fine. You know, whether, whether it be white collar they're doing, or whether they're actually having a go amateurs or pros, all right, fair enough. Because it does take balls to get in the ring, and I'd never disrespect anybody who's got the balls to step in our ring. That's that's 100. But for me, what annoys me is when, I think it was that, I think it was that Logan Paul, I mean, he had, he was headlining a show, he was the main event on our show, and then you had Billy Joe Saunders. I know, I know. A multiple world champion on the undercard. you got world champions, professional yeah. boxers, on the undercard to YouTubers. And I'm thinking, what's going on? That's, that's yeah, a bit that gets me. That's a bit that really grips me. Yeah, oh, it's criminal, mate. It's criminal. I can't. Uh but I don't know. I don't know where where the where it's going, mate. Like what? I mean, it's the business of entertainment, isn't it? And it's whether we see it as glorified white collar boxing or not. It is the business of entertainment, and you know, it's it's, it's got to be said that no matter what the opinion of them as fighters, you know, or what we think of it, they. They are undoubtedly very good businessmen, as as the proof is in the pudding. Yeah, undoubtedly, and it's and it's it's sad, and it it's it's shite, mate, to think that like someone that the sport that I love and everything, someone can take the pick like take the mick out of it like that. I, and I just ah, uh, I just worry about, I just worry about, I worry about life, mate, in general. Like when you mm. talk about YouTube, I just worry about what what sort of a who wants to be a YouTuber when they go, I can't believe, I can't believe you said that, I can't believe you just said that. And Honestly, mate, I'm not making it up, you'd be surprised. I'm not making it oh, up, you'd be surprised. Mate, I don't, I don't doubt it, but like, it makes you think though, like, I mean, we've gone completely off the topic of boxing now. <laughs> yeah, we, are, we have a bit, don't we? We try, we're trying to still link it in. I've got something else yeah. to bring it back in a minute, Tom, but go on. Yeah, well, I, I, can, I, can, I can bring us back. I mean, I can bring us back, but, I just want, I mean, I suppose I'm going to bring this back now because I'm not talking about YouTubers no more. Um, what What was your best fight last weekend then? What was the best fight last weekend? I want to hear you say it. Um, I do you know what? I, I did. I loved I loved the, the Courtney and Bridges fight. I loved it. it was, yeah. It was, and I, I did say to him, mate, I did say to him on the podcast, mate. I really fancied that fight and thought it was going to be a really good fight. A really I, good advocate for women's boxing, and it was it was that it was that it, it actually was after all the after you know it was a it I'm not gonna listen I'm not gonna turn around and say they were the best fighters in the world, best boxers in the world, but it was a great fight. It made yeah. for very good entertainment, and like you said, it was a good advert. It was competed in the right sort of way. They both took some heavy shots and. And came through, and it went the ten. You know, it was it was it was an entertaining fight. Me and my yeah. mate were sitting there. I have to be honest. I hold my hands up, and I'll be completely truthful. I've not been the biggest fan of women's boxing. That's not mm. because of a sexist thing. That's I, I I've got no problem with women doing boxing at all. Like yeah. women can fight. Like, but 
I like watching Kate. Like I, I'll be honest, I've I've liked watching Katie Taylor box because mm. I feel like she's she's so above and beyond the other female fighters that it's a different yeah. thing. It's so, been that gap, isn't it? They've been that gap. Yeah, yeah but actually, I was sitting there with my mate, and we're both of the same sort of opinion of women's boxing, and we we're both like, "Man, this is a good fight. This is like this is entertaining. Like, can't yeah. can't believe it sort of turned out like this." Yeah, no, it was, mate, it was, yeah, and there was so much hype and build-up, obviously, you know, beforehand, and there was a lot to live up to, and I got to say, both ladies, I thought, really, really delivered, and it was, it was a great fight, and, you know, I, I'd love to see it again, and, and I think, looking at it from Ebony's yeah. point of view, I mean, I think she's going to be one of these that we're going to see in more exciting fights, I like her style. Her style is exciting, you know. She, she's got, she's got an entertaining style, you know, for, yeah. for, for, She's got an entertaining style. She comes and brings it and she's tough and she, you know, she can obviously slug a bit herself and, you know, so I think we're, und- we've, I think undoubtedly we'll see her again. I mean, she's, she's managed to talk about putting yourself in the picture, wearing underwear and all that sort of, she put herself in the picture with the way she performed on Saturday, on, with her fighting, didn't she? Do you know what I mean? But it's, it she reminds actually... me of, you know, one of these situations where, do you remember Raylan Child then when he fought, fought Florian Martin? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, obviously before that, when he fought Joseph Laws, you know, before the Joseph Laws fight, I think it's fair to say that nobody really knew anything about Raylan Charlton. But with such an impressive performance, I mean, I know he won the fight there, but he didn't. But what I'm talking about, the performance itself was so impressive that, you know, there was a contract put in front of him. So, you know, you've got to ask a question. I mean, Eddie would have been impressed by that, obviously, on the weekend. You'd have seen how good the numbers were. And like you said, I, I think we'll see Ebony back on a matchroom show with, without a doubt. I think that's, that's definite, you know. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. 100%, mate. Well, the only thing I, I think is left to say, Tom, is um, the one thing, I just to answer, because I put a question to you, I'm not going to be watching that. YouTube fiasco either versus the MMA fight. I'm not going to be tuning into it. But one thing I am interested in on, I don't know if it's the undercard, I hope he's the actual, the main event, because I've just told you what I think of professional fighters and former world champions being on an, on an undercard. Um, but I, Regis Progray is on there. Obviously, do you remember his fight with Josh Taylor? Outstanding fight with Josh Taylor. Um, going back a few years ago, he pushed him all the way. Do you remember that fight? Yes, I do. Yeah, yeah. And I, I'm a big, big fan of Josh Taylor, so... Anyone who can push push Taylor is a phenomenal fighter themselves. Yeah, he's the only bit of interest on that on that show for me, if I'm honest, too. So I'm not going to sit and watch through all that, all the, the rest of the circus. I'm literally just going to try and find that fight the next day, I think. And I'm, uh, I'm going to have a look at that because, uh, yeah, I, I like him. He's a good fighter. He is a really good fighter. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the, that's the right idea, mate. That one, YouTube. YouTube that one. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not gonna you're not gonna become a, a YouTuber anytime soon, there, Tom. No, no, not not a not a chance, mate. I can't. No, I, I do you know what? I, well, as we know, when we try to do the Instagram live thing, I struggle with things like that, mate. I, I can't be. <laughs> I can't be doing with it. I can't. I can't be doing with the. I, I feel, I feel like, though, with the way the world's going, I'm steering my kids in the wrong direction because I'm so anti-technology and yeah. anti-computers and anti-doing this and that the other. Like, I'm obviously, I'm trying to instill in them getting out, you know, go and play football, go for a run, you know, go to the park, go and do this, go and do that. And my kids ain't, you know, but then they're not going to be exactly very good on computers, are they? And the world's becoming all about computers now. So maybe I'm doing the wrong thing. I don't know. <laughs> and quickly, that's one other thing I want to ask you as well. I'm sticking with this YouTube thing, and it's going to wind you right up. And uh, <laughs> I got, I got to ask you a question. What do you make of like sort of retired fighters, or you know, even current fight, active fighters? What do you make of them getting involved in this? So, say, like agreeing to fight the YouTuber, agreeing to fight oh. the Logan Paul or Jake Paul. I mean, what if, what if one of those fight, what if one of those brothers offered to fight you? Where would you stand on that, Tom? Listen, it's a money spinner, isn't it? So. <laughs> Uh, it depends because part of me would want to say I'll fight him and I'll smash him to bits. Yeah, because you, know, you just love you, to. <laughs> you just want to go in and take, you know, take him just completely take him apart. Yeah. And but then also you put in money in their pocket by doing that. But they might be putting a lot of money in your pocket. 
I mean, difficult I wish one, the it? whole. It's like we said before. I wish the whole lot would just get boycotted. At boxers and people involved in boxing, Floyd Mayweather is to blame. He started it all off, fighting, mm. fighting, uh, you know, crossover, fighting um, McGregor. McGregor. He started all of this rubbish off, and it's his fault. Yeah, it's, it's his fault because he made millions and billions, whatever, on on that fight, and it's his fault that this is happening. Now, because people think, oh, well, you know, we can do crossover, crossover, or we can, you know, what for YouTube before someone so, and, you know, and then they've got, I hear Carl Fuck saying, he, you know, wants to fight fucking Jake Paul. And what I just think, if I wish boxers would just say, I ain't having none of that. I ain't yeah, having none of that. I've nothing it. to do with that. It's not really yeah. anything to do with me. That's just a load of rubbish. Do you know what I mean? Mm. If people turn around and said that without, didn't entertain it. Then it it I, I it might get forgotten from real boxing. It might not be even included in the boxing because it isn't real boxing. It isn't. It's mm. a joke. And I wish wish mm. I wish it was seen as that by everybody. You know, people can watch it as a joke, but 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 not as it not saying it's boxing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's um, it's it's a bit of a circus, a farce, whatever you want to call it. But I. I... I'm with you there, Tom. This this YouTube stuff isn't um well, you know, YouTubers sort of like I said, there's headlining cards with, you know, professional fighters, world champions on the undercard. Ah, that that winds me right up, mate. But yeah. anyway, Tom, we better we better call it a night, mate, because I'm yeah. looking at the time. Yeah, I got Look. a sneaky feeling that we could go on for another couple of hours. Let's clip for that fifty pence and you know, Tom, if you run Yeah, you've yeah, you've you've started me off now, mate. You've started me off with these YouTubers. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to ask your opinion of it, mate, because I, I know you're always somebody that's got an opinion. Um, <laughs> we, both, we both joked last week afterwards, you know, over WhatsApp that you like a little rant from time to time. So I thought, yeah, better way to get him ranting and ask him about these YouTubers. So, yeah, yeah I'm happy with that, Tom. Nice one for that, mate. <laughs> <laughs> no, Tom, it's been, um, it's been a pleasure. Obviously, we hopefully when we speak next week, um, Liam Williams will be a new world champion, that'll be great. And uh, we look forward to it on the weekend and I'm sure we'll catch up. Yeah, I'm sure we'll, mate. And uh, fingers crossed for next week then. Great stuff, mate. I'll uh, have a good weekend, Tom, and I'll, uh, I'll speak to you next week, mate. Andrew, cheers, mate. Take care. And thank you, as always, for listening to this podcast. This podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, Overcast and various other platforms. This has been Southwest Boxing Media Speaks in association with Brixton Streetwear.